Today we have Dr. Daniel Terryberry joining us. He's a primary care physician from Outer Banks Family Medicine in Kitty Hawk and the medical director of occupational health for the Vidant Health System. He's going to talk to you about flu season in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. This is Outer Banks Health. I'm Scott Webb. So Dr. Terryberry, thanks so much for joining me. Before we get started here, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, presently practicing in a family practice setting in uh, Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, as well as uh, I'm the medical director for occupational health for all of uh, Vidant, which is the large medical system here in northeastern North Carolina. And uh, I've got five daughters. Wow, five daughters. I only have one. Uh, what's that like exactly? Uh, how much bathroom time does uh, Dr. Terryberry get at home? We don't have enough time to talk about that one. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. So let's turn to the main reason you're here today. How do we tell the difference between cold, flu, and COVID-19? Well, that's the trouble is all three of them have overlapping symptoms. They can share all these symptoms. It's just the severity and, and some of the specifics, what I guess I can get into. But with a cold, it's a viral infection, usually the nose and the throat and upper airway. It's also caused by what's known as a coronavirus, not the one we're going to be talking about, COVID-19, which is a new one. But usually the symptoms of a runny nose, sneeze, sore throat, cough, sinus congestion, some post-nasal drip, and very, you know, the low fever, but it's, you're not, you don't really feel ill. It's more of an aggravation. And then flu certainly uh, uh, can go the a spectrum of mild to severe cases, but the, the difference with the flu is it's in the lower respiratory tract, and it is a sudden onset. I mean, the, the old saying, they come in, I feel like I've been hit by a truck, and they kind of look at it as well. That's really the big thing with the flu, and also the, a fairly high fever, fever at 101 to 103. And they, too, will get the constitutional symptoms of sore throat, headache, and uh, quite a bit of body aches and fatigue, weakness, etc., and uh, cough, it's usually minimally productive. That's the bigger difference. The other thing with the flu is this usually occurs about one to three days after exposure is when most of the onset of symptoms are. And with COVID-19, it's quite different in that it, uh, it takes almost five to six days after exposure for people to manifest symptoms. However, there's been well-studied cases to show that people can get the symptoms as soon as two days and some oftentimes as late as 14 days, which is why the quarantine is 14 days. Usually is a dry cough, fever, chill, sore throat, you know, headache, body aches. And some people have some diarrhea. Some people have obviously worse cases of this where they become short of breath or whatever. One of the big things, although it doesn't happen to everyone, but it is almost a certainty that they have uh, COVID is the loss of taste and smell. They get up, they're brushing their teeth and they can't taste their toothpaste. Then they have their coffee and they can't taste that. And that's pretty much a sign, especially after if they've had an exposure, et cetera, and they have some of these other constitutional symptoms that it could highly be likely that it's COVID. But uh, both flu and COVID, unfortunately, they can cause de a deadly pneumonia. And that's the big concern. What I would say is the biggest thing to prevent it, washing your hands, don't touch your face, use your mask, avoid large indoor gatherings. And uh, probably the, the other thing that, to reassure people is the access to rapid testing. Try to get tested. So if you have concern, become tested. So let's talk about the flu shot. Some people think it gives you the flu, which of course isn't true. And I'm betting you recommend that we all get the flu shot. Absolutely. And there's a tremendous amount of thought uh, with some tremendous minds goes into uh, developing the flu vaccine every year. And uh, the flu is, unfortunately, it, it's, it mutates and there's different strains. And so we have to make an educated assumption or guess as to which strains will be m most likely to, to be 
coming through this year, and so we and we make the vaccine accordingly. We've been very successful, and sometimes not as successful. But clearly, we know that even if one does get the flu, uh, ever having get, received the flu vaccine, their symptoms and their the extent of the disease is less. But it also clearly is shown to prevent a lot of flu infections. And doctor, besides masking, distancing, washing our hands, and getting the flu shot, what else can we do to just stay healthier? Bottom line is we have to take care of ourselves. And uh, we do that with the right diet, managing our weight, not overeating, not undereating either. That doesn't seem to be too much of a problem with Americans, but uh, just keeping a healthy exercise routine. And if you can't get out, there's still plenty of things you can do right in the house without having to even leave the home to still keep yourself healthy and managing your weight. The other thing is, is a lot of uh, burning the midnight oil and getting up early and not getting enough sleep. Uh, that's a really, uh, people don't talk about that much, but getting a decent night's sleep uh, goes a long way in helping you be able to defend yourself against uh, the onslaught of these viruses. Um, obviously, uh, other things, just use moderation. Obviously, smoking is a bad one. It really doesn't go well, and alcohol in moderation is okay, but you know, overdoing it on that end uh, doesn't help either. So I think the, the bottom line is, is if you're trying to uh, uh, exercise, eat right, take care of yourself, get some sleep. Those are those are some uh, big lifestyle changes. One of the things we've learned about COVID-19 is that those suffering from obesity are at higher risk. Why is that? The obesity, it's a system-wide issue. So it not only just it see it in the mirror, but it also affects uh, your immune system. It affects your cardiovascular system. Clearly, it affects your pancreas and your ability to regulate your sugars. Also, the adrenal gland uh, responds differently to different cortisol levels. So your response to a stressor uh, has been blunted. And so those are the big ones with obesity. Anything else, Dr. Terryberry, you'd like to tell people in regards to cold, flu, COVID, any other advice you can offer? Just be aware. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. And uh, I see a lot of uh, mask inappropriate use by people think that just uh, that they have a mask on and they're fine. But you know, I see them you know touching some object, uh, some nasty object or a doorknob, and then immediately grabbing their mask and then rubbing their face. And so uh, I think that's part of the reason why uh, mask use and personal protective equipment works so well in the healthcare system. So keep your hands clean, adjust your mask, and then wash them again. And if you're going to touch something before you touch your face or your mask, make sure you wash your hands again. That's great advice, doctor. I sanitize before and after I put my mask on, and I really try to avoid touching my face, which of course we all do about a hundred times a day. It's been great having you on, Dr. Terry Berry, and you stay well. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate it. For more information on upcoming free drive through to fight the flu events, visit theobh.com slash events. And for an appointment with the Outer Banks Hospital Center for Healthy Living, call 252-449-5978. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the entire podcast library for additional topics. This is Outer Banks Health. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well. <laughs>